Welcome to the Greg and Dan Show After Party. I'm your host, Corey Wara. Greg Batten, Dan DiOrio. How's it going? What are you guys drinking today? I am having um, I'm having water. Water. I'm having some water after Danny the other day. You missed this yesterday. I cheated death. Did you hear my cheated death story? No. So it was Tuesday night, Danny. Let me take you back in time. It was Tuesday night. I was home. I got a glass of water. I was drinking the glass of water. Technically, I guess a cup of water, as it was a plastic cup. As I was about halfway through, my wife said, oh, I forgot to tell you, we're under a boil order. I did a giant spit take of the water all over the kitchen, thereby saving my life from the bacteria that was Wait in. Wait a minute. You okay, uh, then I'm going to die. Because we're under a boil order, but I'm like, I have the superior uh, reverse osmosis. Don't, don't ruin my good story, brother. <laughs> uh, my good story is now ruined, and my wife said the same thing. She said, you know, we're okay because we have a reverse osmosis filtration system. It took all the junk out. Right. I was like, yeah, but I want to have a good story. <laughs> what, are you and her working together? Hi, Cor- Corey. Corey. Did you ever share on the podcast or on air the... The CPAP nightmare story you had? Oh, my gosh. Dan. That is scary. What? Okay, so I've got the CPAP, right? Yep. Yeah. There I am. Uh-huh. There I am in my bed. I have attached my CPAP machine, right? It goes over. It's, I got a face mask. I got a full face mask, right? I've had it for two months. I love it. I'm connected. What did I say? I was uh, breathing the uh, the ether of heaven or something yes. like that, yeah, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. The other night, though, I have vivid dreams. While while this machine makes me have vivid dreams because I'm going down, I'm in, yeah. I'm in. The other night, I dreamt that somebody was trying to suffocate me. I must have been having trouble with my mask. I woke up in such a panic, I ripped it off my face. It was um, it, it scared me to death. It was really scary. I mean, it was, the dream was so real. This guy had his hand over my face. You know what it was? No. Someone hacked in, mm-hmm. got into your CPAP, and then was like uh, choking Ma- you, monkeying around with yeah. my dreams. Yeah. Oh, he was in my dream. He no. was really in there. No, no, he's oh. he's manipulating. Yeah. the CPAP machine to make me dream that. To no, to actually try to kill you. Oh, he was trying to see. That's what. Okay, I knew it. It felt uh, that was scary. Yeah, that Super would. Scary. I, I I wouldn't be able to go back to sleep after something. I tell like you that. what, I am on now a mission on that CPAP machine. I'm sorry to bore everybody with this darn oh, thing, yeah. but the cleaner machine that my wife bought me. <laughs> oh yeah, you love that thing. Huh? Well, and I'm learning something. <laughs> what I have talked to three of my friends now, who none of them know that you can't use the uh, machine that uses ozone. Yeah, that you that you have none of them know you have to wait two hours after you clean it to uh, use it because otherwise you'll suck ozone into your lungs and ozone today i just read it today the number of cities in america where the ozone level is so high it's dangerous to breathe in yeah and now you're putting your face on it and breathing Mm -hmm. it in dude you're gonna you might sleep better but you're gonna be dead (laughs) yeah get the ultimate My, my my machine does not use the ozone it uses ultraviolet but I'm not. I'm on a mission. I've, I'm seriously. I've talked to three people. I I thought you were going to do this inspirational speech about. Oh man, it was terrible. And then I got this CPAP no, machine. No, it does and help it made me. me energized. But, no, no, we're going to talk about cleaning it. Well, I'm worried about because I'm worried that these guys, they're all guys. Yeah. Think that they're helping themselves. They're yeah, not. But ta- I, your dad is on one. Yeah. Does he have a cleaner? I have no idea how he cleans. You it. don't care about your dad at all. <laughs> 
I just feel like this is a humble brag. Like, oh, I use ultra no, light. Uh, no, sunlight. I'm really worried about yeah. it. No, no, I'm worried about because one friend in particular did get a really bad respiratory problem oh. about six months ago, yeah. and his doctor couldn't figure it out. He goes, I don't know what's the matter with you. Hmm. And he was hacking up his lung for, for weeks. Yeah. You should see a lung hack up. That is not a good one. Yeah, look. that doesn't sound fun. Yeah, have you ever seen that? It flops out on the table. You know who has those on their desks? Who? Those people that work at Facebook. <laughs> oh, the content yeah. managers. Yeah, the content managers. They got oh, feces, yeah. lungs, yeah. and fingernails. Oh. And that's just on their desks. Right. You don't want to go in the bathroom. How's it going, Corey? Good, man. It's going how's, on? We're five things? minutes into this mess, yeah. and we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> we're doing a little bit of everything. Hey, it's our anniversary. Oh, today oh, yeah. is the anniversary of the Greg and Dan show. Uh, nineteen, uh, no, yeah, nineteen oh five, two thousand and five, two thousand and five. Uh, I joined Danny. Dan and I. Here's the back story. We've been friends since eighty eight, but we never did a show together. I wasn't born until the nineties. <laughs> uh, we're gonna pause for a minute while we murder Corey. <laughs> He'll be. He will not be part of the show in a minute. Uh, but uh, in two thousand and five, I was living in Chicago. I wasn't in the radio business for a minute. They called Dan. They asked Danny, "Hey Danny, uh, who do you want to be a partner?" Dan said, "Nah, no one really. Oh, Greg would work." <laughs> yeah, he said Greg would work. Yeah, that was the glowing endorsement he but, gave me. No, but I thought there's no way you'd come back, so yeah. I, I threw it out there as like, "Well, Greg's <laughs> the only one," happen. but I don't think he's. Yeah, come he's back. not coming back. It just so happened we were in a position where we needed to come back. Uh, Yvonne was pregnant uh, with Justice. Uh, she was having trouble with her pregnancy. We were really worried, and we wanted to be around people we knew. We didn't know a lot of people in Chicago, mm-hmm. so we came back. And did you live out in the Burbs, or did we you lived live in Burbs? In the Burbs, we lived in Burbs. I lived in uh, Burr Ridge, Willowbrook, officially unincorporated Hinsdale, which makes no sense whatsoever because unincorporated Hinsdale is about eight miles from Hinsdale. I don't <laughs> yeah. know why they call it that, but they do. And it's a gerrymandered town. It absolutely was, absolutely. Uh, so we lived out there in the Burbs. And so a, let, let's talk about the the real heroes of the fourteen years. I've been your producers. Uh, I've been here four years. Yes. Uh, how many was Jessica? Jessica was here about seven. Seven. So okay. that's eleven. That's eleven. In three years, Mr. Jeff Whitmore, he of the finest beard I have ever seen. Yes. The man can grow hair like no man I've he ever could, seen. He uh, could. He could have been on Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Oh, he could have been Lord more of than the Rings. when Steck had his full beard. Oh yes. Really? Jeff, I've never seen a beard like Jeff Whitmore. Wow. The man. In fact, he would shave in the morning, and it would be full down to his chest by the time the show was over. <laughs> Do you know what either of them are up to these days? I believe Jeff Whitmore works for uh, um, uh, the ministry, uh, Good Samaritan Ministries, which helps people, Christians. uh, uh, It's like their own internal insurance. Do you know the story? Mm -mm. Uh, Everybody pays in. So if you were just a single person, you'd pay arbitrarily $100 a month. Mm -hmm. Dan and I would pay more because we have children. Uh, Then you need health care. You take money out of the pot. There's no insurance involved. Yeah. You pay cash. Yeah. And However, they want you to leave a healthy lifestyle. Not necessarily. No? I don't think there's any requirement. What happens if the money Their runs out? Their big requirement is you go to church. Right. You have to go to church. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, the money won't run out. <clears throat> That's a good question, though. What happens if it runs out? Yeah. If it runs out, they've messed up. It's you know they figured out how to invest it and all that. Yeah, stuff. they're really oh, nice people. Oh, okay. Yeah. it's not just 
we're putting all the money in one place. They're actually trying to make it grow. Oh, absolutely. Gotcha. Yeah, they've done gotcha. a very good job. Yeah, that's it's really a, cool. And they employ a ton of people. Yeah, their over their headquarters is by Forest Park Nature Center in Peoria. They're nice, nice folks. Huh. It's really interesting. Yeah. Uh, Can then, anyone join that thing? You have to be a Christian, and you have to go to church and prove it. Huh. Yeah. Uh, they, can you be a heroin addict? See, I, I think can. there I are certain things that you, they would. I don't know. But that's why they want you to go to church so they can right. keep an eye on you and make yeah. sure that you're. You know, well, here's what you guys are assuming. You're assuming that uh, Christians don't uh, have things like drug addictions. You can be a drug addict and still be a Christian. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah true. And in fact, I would say you need more of the Christian faith. Uh, surrounding you if you are challenged. Maybe that's why, like Corey said, they want you to go to church, so... Yeah, maybe, to try to help you uh, find your way, whatever you're dealing with. Uh, uh, Jessica uh, moved back to Ohio, where she came from originally. She was a Bradley grad. That's how she ended up in Peoria. Uh, And she is almost done uh, becoming a registered dietitian. I think almost done is accurate. I think she's pretty close. Yeah. And um, I am I'm going out on a limb, Danny, that shortly we will be seeing an announcement. Because you know how things work on the podcast. Yeah. We say things, and it happens right after that. Yeah. She's going to become engaged shortly. Oh. That is, oh. That is Uncle Greg's uh, prediction for Jessica Flynn, former producer of The Greg and Dan Show. She and I don't speak. Yeah, very often. Occasionally, she'll call me. Or I'll Not call because her. the guys are like angry at each other. Just because. No, no, no. We yeah, just don't. Life's yeah. busy. She's. You know, we got all got ourselves. Yeah. But but uh, so we don't talk very much. So it's not like I know anything. Yeah. I just watch. I listen. Yeah. <laughs> I know stuff. I'm seeing Facebook, and I bet that young guy is going to ask her to marry him. All right. All right. Watch. See if that. Okay. Right, now I want a prediction for me, Greg. What's that? That young guy's not going to no, marry you. For, he is not going to ask I, you. I want to predict where are you going to see me going. I don't care how much you can You can make it real, so make cute, it good. Whatever. Um, um, hmm. Give me till the end of the show. Okay. Or the podcast. Uh, let's hit some questions. So, do it. You wake up yep. to a silhouette standing in the dark corner. I pee myself. You turn on the light, and it's oh. a cardboard cutout of Tim Allen from Home Improvement. What do you do? <laughs> Saw an interview with Tim Allen the other day. Yeah. It was really good. He's a funny guy. He's a funny guy. And he's also, he, I didn't realize he he was in prison. You're kidding. No, he went to prison. Yeah, he was a, he was drugs, a drug dealer. Yeah. yeah, he went to prison for like not just a minute, like two or three years he was in prison. Wow. His story is really a good one. Yeah. It's a really good one. And that whole deal of him creating uh, 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 the show that made him famous, Home Improvement, Yeah, was... He was doing stand-up one time, and he did it in a room full of old Italian guys. And they were all uh, eating uh, dinner like this. <laughs> they're eating their steak, and they're, <laughs> that noise he makes. Yeah. He goes, I just started incorporating it into my act. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, and pretty, he goes, to be honest with you, that's how Home Improvement started. Wow. That whole that whole thing started from that one evening, <laughs> watching those guys eat dinner. <laughs> they were <laughs> Uh, I would run away and cry like a little baby. That's what I would do. I would go, Tim, are you here? <laughs> who's the? Who's... That's the dumbest question ever. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> that's the greatest question. That's, that's a stupid who's, question. Uh, in Home Improvement, who is Tim's partner on the show? 
You remember well, his the guy name? with the beard? Yeah. yeah. Uh, don't know. I would be looking around for the cardboard cutout of him. Of that guy, yeah. He's got to be there somewhere. I did, I, I, that show or the was, one with Pan Anderson. That show was fun. Was she on that show? Yes. Oh, that's right. She was, she tool, was the time tool time girl. girl. That's was she right. the original one? Yes. Oh. That is so right. Who was that was before the, Baywatch? Yes, yeah. it was. Okay. Who was, was the neighbor though? Bef- uh, that I yeah. loved Munster. Uh, he was the Munster guy. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, Herman Munster, the Frankenstein. No, he was. Yeah, he was the no, neighbor. He wasn't. Yeah, no, he was. Pretty sure. It was. I will right, bet you have thousands to... of pizza on that. One pizza. Okay. Okay. Shake. Shake. Okay. Shake. Yeah. Creep. All right. Go. <laughs> let's move on. Let's go. Okay. Uh, what's a story you are dying to tell, but you haven't found the correct? question to it yet what what's well, a story that you're dying to tell but, but you, you haven't, haven't found, found the, the correct, correct question. question to it yet. yeah like you you're, you're in the conversation means. you're like oh what do you think about this and like oh well, let me tell you i got a story and blah blah blah, blah. like your nightmare story you, you wouldn't just normally pop up and say hey you gotta yeah, hear I would. this oh okay i did that's how i told you I told you that story. Can, just can you just out. go along with me? Greg? No, because I don't understand the uh, question. Well, you, what's a story? I'm, I'm looking questions. at it now. Yeah, I know this listener is drunk. <laughs> what's a story you are dying to tell, but haven't found the correct question to it yet? Makes no sense. I'm going to interpret. What story are you dying to tell, but no one's asked you about yet? Or haven't had the opportunity to share it. But you know me. Dude, I, sh- I That's tell true. everything. That's true. I can't wait to tell stories. <laughs> yeah. Um, man, there. I don't know that I have a story I haven't told. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's obnoxious. I like telling stories. Well, I respect that. Let's move on. Uh, Dan, okay. Uh, pizza for Greg. Dang it. What did you think? That guy, first of all. I know that in the Herman Munster, in the Munsters movie, they had shoes that made him real tall. But that guy actually was really tall. Yeah, but I could have no swore way that, that, that was, was the him. same guy. No. Earl J. Hinman yeah, that's played villains in two 1974 thrillers, thrillers The Taking of Pelham 123 mm. and The Palax View. He also appeared in the films Who Killed Mary's What's Her Name, Grease Lightning, The Brinks Job, and taps and played the part of JT in the Lawrence Kasdan film Silverado. Oh man, that's a good movie. Silverado's great. And he was also known as Bob Reed in Ryan's Hope. Oh man. That's not him. No, that's not I, the guy. I, you know what? I might technically be right. Hold on, let me look this up. Technically be right. Uh, How can you technically Earl be right? Earl John Hinman. That's not the guy that played Herman Munster. Yeah, but maybe he did. <laughs> Hold on a second. What are you doing? There's the Munsters, scary little Who Christmas. Who was JT Jeez. in Silverado? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, oh, That's one of my favorite. Right. This, this is horrible. Yeah, I know. Come this on. is a good one. Hey, uh, you know what I'm going to listen for the next podcast? What? Three guys looking stuff up. <laughs> uh, what's Jeez. a simple task you are surprisingly bad at? Cooking. I am not a good cook. I am. I don't know why I'm so bad at it. Anything art-based. Yeah. yeah but like that's kids' not a, art projects? But you like coloring and art. It's gluing. Like, like, anything you know. art, I'm terrible that's not at. simple, though. I'm I like, why do teachers send home stuff for projects, yeah. which the kids will take back, and then we got to bring it's just, It's just, and then, I don't like it. And I'm trying to, uh, there's a lot of simple stuff I'm bad at. I'm terrible at sweeping. 
I am. Wow. I am terrible at sweeping. Wow. Okay. Okay. You are without a doubt the winner of this round because I don't know anybody that is bad at sweeping. I'm terrible. How do you mess it up? What do you do? I don't know if I push down too hard, but I just feel like I never get it all in the dustpan. And it just kind of, uh. I end up wiping at the end with some wet paper towels to get the rest of it up. Oh, my God. Do you have a that vacuum? A you know, you could vacuum yeah, up. on wood floors, it's harder to do with. Uh, oh, my oh gosh. Man. That is a riot. That is so funny. Here's Corey. He's a nice young man, but he's terrible at vacuuming. No, I mean <laughs> terrible at sweeping. Let and I'm do. a terrible driver. All right, can we talk about that for a second? Yeah. The, I, I didn't feel good about that answer. Well, here's where okay. we're going to end it. I got in the car one time with Corey. He took me someplace one time. He goes, I just want to tell you before you get in the car, I'm a really bad driver. That's not what you tell people before you get in the car <laughs> no. with them, or they get in the car with you. But also, how honest that is. That's a, No one says that. Is he a really bad driver? Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> He's a terrible driver. But who? But 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 I honor his honesty. Yeah, that, that's everybody else thinks they're great. Does he doesn't check the mirrors? He doesn't have a mirror. He's, he ripped that off a long time ago. He's got a big old boat of a car. He's just driving around crazy. <laughs> I have a. Honest to God, fear that I'm going to die in a car. That's how I feel well, like what? I'm going to die in a car at some point. You are. I know. You, you, that's that self-fulfilling so, prophecy. I know. Thing. And when I drive, I overcompensate, and I'm just looking around of, everywhere. Yeah, a lot of this, Danny, yeah. with the steering wheel, a lot of uh, back well, and forth. Well, you'd fit in with uh, down in St. Petersburg yes. with all the old yeah. retired people. Yeah, he, it looks like he's trying to do a slalom course while he's driving <laughs> down the street. Imagine if they gave me the job of a street sweeper, a car, and a sweep at the same time. <laughs> 